All right, got a little festive thing going on there to kind of kick things off. Welcome back to another edition of the Yellow Flag Podcast. I think this is going to be our first official season 15 kickoff. I'm everybody's favorite trouble starter, Logan Mitchell. And once again, our family is whole. We have my co-host back, the one that everybody has been asking for, that everybody wants to hear. We've got... Jeff Melanition, how are you doing? Hey, how's it going? Um, yeah, it's been a while, you know, being in the academy and everything, and uh, I know I had to take a little bit of a hiatus, but, uh, you know, glad to be back, and uh, I'm glad that Logan was able to keep the podcast running, keep it afloat for for uh, what I've seen, um, and it, it's just glad to be here. You know, it's season 15, it's a new season, we got new ADs all over the place, Uh a lot of good things, and you know it's been very uh, competitive this first three three weeks of the season, and can't wait to you know get into this more in depth. Yeah, I mean uh, another thing to be on that is you know you haven't even fully got out of the academy yet, and you're probably everybody's favorite <laughs> correctional officer. <laughs> even though Rory is a correctional <laughs> officer and GSP is, uh, yeah, I'm not even done yet. I still got until the second week of September. Um, so yeah, even, even it's gone by quickly, but at the same time, it's like, man, we were just recruiting when I, when my, my second week. So everything is by weeks. So the first week kind of stunk because, uh, giving, giving stuff up and whatnot. And then, um, all of a sudden it was the off season and I was like, well, crap, I get out at four o'clock and then I have to message these people when I get home. I was messaging, don't do this because it's it's against <laughs> the law in every state that I think. Um, uh, I was messaging and driving at the same time. Don't do that. <laughs> Unless you're but in Puerto I'm Rico, like, I think it might I'm, be legal in Puerto Rico. I'm texting these people. I'm te- I'm texting these recruits like long messages while driving, and it. I don't know how I got home all right, but I did. <laughs> don't 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 do it. Uh, but you know, I guess if you have to, you have to. Yeah, you know, sometimes we, you know, the sacrifices we make. <laughs> but no, I. We we don't encourage that here. It, it's no, we don't. Upon. But I will come if you have your, to, you have to. Yeah, I will come through your phone screen and I'll slap you on the wrist if I have to. But then we oh, have. So you're driving. You're driving up to Illinois then. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a long flight. After you just drove to Texas for the hangout. Yeah, luckily I was a passenger, so that was a little bit easier. So next up, he's a long-standing guest here. He's one of our favorites. He is zero for three on the fan of the year votes, barely beating me out by a slight margin. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's also one of the leaders in defensive line this season. We have Scott Frank. Mm, burger. How are you doing, Frank? I'm actually sitting out on the end of a dock right now up in the Scots country. Uh, I do want to point out that apparently Ohio State breaks the law to recruit. I mean, that's, that's what I just heard. Uh, but I'm happy to come back. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, we're, we're always happy. <laughs> we're always glad to have you. 
Craig. Uh, you've been a recurring guest for so many times, and you always have great insight. And sometimes, 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 sometimes you're my partner in hot takes and causing debauchery, and we, you know, we love that. Hey, someone's got to replace Hatchel tonight. You know, someone's got to say stupid crap and give bad takes, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, that kind of leads us into this one. This is something that I don't think the league would have saw coming. I don't think anybody that's been around for a while will see coming. Uh, Things have shaken up. Things have changed a little bit. But at one point in time, this was what some people say, my arch nemesis. At least one of them. I had probably five or six. We have possibly going down in history as one of the best quarterbacks to ever grace the CFL with his presence. Last year's Offensive Player of the Season, we have Jim Carr. You know what? I'm soaking that in. Hang on. Say that again. I don't think they heard you correctly. (laughs) Repeat everything you just said. I'll be here. Hang on. As y'all heard with his intro music, the champ is here. In fact, we have that song never gets old, does it? It does not. But we have the great, and by the pictures that I saw in uh, our little chat earlier, the late Jim Carr. What's going on, guys? Pleasure to be here. This has been a long time coming, and we finally get Carr on a podcast. This is going to be like gold entertainment. I, don't I can't think- wait. I don't think anybody in the CFSL that's been around long enough to remember the days of you at OU, which isn't that far along, but we got a lot of new faces, to see the day that Logan not only acknowledges Carr for his accomplishments, but gets him on the podcast. That's big of you, man. I got to tell you. I mean, (laughs) I'm here to accept all the apologies. I really am. So you can begin with your first apology right now. Hey, we all talk. We all say our things. I I acknowledged acknowledged when you changed. And I did change, I do believe, for the good. Because I was very toxic in the beginning years of my career at Oklahoma. I can admit that. we're a lot the same. So I don't think it was more that. I think it was more just that shift change of going from the OU mindset to the FSU mindset with the playbooks and everything. I think that really supported your player and allowed him to make that shift in how he actually plays and stays in the pocket and throws the ball more efficiently and effectively. I would agree with that. And I was, you know, Jim Carr does not do well with losing. Okay. And I came out of the gate losing a lot early, and that just never sat well with me. So to be on that end of the spectrum and to now be on this end of the spectrum, oh, Jim Carr is in a happy spot. You are in a prime opportunity here to sit there along with Kaishawn Williams as a two-time back-to-back, being the second quarterback. Who? Who? I mean, we're looking here. We've never seen back-to-back champions. 
Right. And, 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 you know, I don't mean to be disrespectful to Kaishan. Kaishan has got two championships. Matter of fact, he won right right, freshman and sophomore seasons, if I'm correct. I mean, that is that's something that will never be done again. And I give him all the credit in the world. However, when we're talking about goat status here, when you when it's all said and done, I'm hoping that the Florida State Seminoles will be the number one team that has ever graced the CFSL. I think and that's nothing against Notre Dame. That's nothing against Wookie and Notre Dame. They didn't blow out people like we do. No. I think you have a very good argument for it. And you know, you look at I the Notre that. Dame you look at the Notre Dame wins when they won their championships, they were very close games. All Y'all of them. won against Wisconsin, what, thirty three nine? Thirty three nine well and I'll just say this too. We're three and zero since I went to Florida State against Notre Dame. Is that, you know, Notre Dame not getting their book? Notre Dame losing I some of their coaching the, staff? It's, I think that has a lot to do with the Carr family entering one squad against the <laughs> other. It, hey, y'all heard it first. He said it, not me. So I, 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 all grievances, all things on my shoulders from mentioning now are off my back. I acknowledge all of it, trust me. And this will be our last season being pl- playing together on the same team, by the way. But we are taking full advantage of this last opportunity, and hopefully we get to go out as the GOATs. Yeah, and the only thing I hate about it is that we don't see that third. I, I, I would have liked to just see that third. Just so- If I could have been with Tom, let me tell you something, Logan. If, if we came in as freshmen... We're talking four Pete. Right. Oh, uh, Tom. Tom's amazing, man. I think it's a very high possibility that we could be talking a four Pete. Uh, I mean, you know, we talk about the odds in the CFL and how how hard it is to do a two Pete. Right. Uh, and yeah. I'm not being cocky when I say that. No. What I mean by that also is I wouldn't have been stupid like I was and and maxed out my my character, my player, my Asiata should have never been a 99 everything. Let's be real. He's a pocket passer that I made a scrambler. And and in season 13 for poor DT Hall, it was almost impossible for him to game plan because of my style. And then when I went to Florida State, I, I corrected that in the pit before mm-hmm. I went to Florida State, thank God. And once Tom knew what he had and we got the right playbook and we got the right players to go with everything. And of course, the one thing that nobody can plan for is just good old fashioned luck. We got all those things, and we bottled it up, and here we are. Well, you know, you speak about the pit. We have the AD that beat you in that said pit. We don't talk about those days. <laughs> I just heard Jim Carr cost the title in, in season 13. That's what I just heard. You're right, buddy. I take full responsibility for Oklahoma shit in the bed. Wow. DT is Probably when he listens to this back, he is going to join us later. So everybody knows we will have the great Dustin Hall here. Oh, Dustin Hall, he let me tell you something. This back, he is going to be grinning from ear to ear and laughing completely. Okay, now let me get to the part where I blame him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now, I cost a season 14 title, but we'll, we'll not talk about that. Frank, you no cost offense, yourself Frank. more titles than anybody I've ever met. No offense, Frank, but FSU wasn't losing to anybody. Well, there was Miami, but we call those outliers. No, I'm the reason that you left. Yeah, punk. <laughs> <laughs> but before this gets into an OU podcast, 
they've already got one of those. We don't want that. Yeah, I'm we're allergic bit, to that stuff. The league we're a little can bit only higher production here. OU hype. Exactly, Jesus. And hey, congratulations to OU or OSU. They're looking really good. However, we will find out this week. Yes, that is a very, very if, big one. I think it's going to be a, a close game. I mean, I I don't think it's going to. It's. I mean, obviously, it might settle the Big Ten, but um, I think it's going to be. Plus, I mean, there's Michigan in there as well, so it's a it's a big early season matchup. But I don't think if we lose, it's not going to hinder our chances any less so than it would Wisconsin's. What does OSU to be? What do they have to do to be four and zero? Stop D Jones. How, how do they beat Wisconsin? We got to stop the run game, like I like we did back in season thirteen. If we can, if we, if we can, but also Wisconsin has a lot more depth. Let's just put it that way. They have a lot more star power on key positions like receiver and corner, um, and you got to be able to to deal with that. Um, but this league has shown that. Any team can be beatable week in and week out, and um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna be a great game to an opening week four slate. I want to be a believer, man. Make me a believer. I think we're, we're gonna try. I mean, we're we're gonna try, but I, I, mean, I would almost put Oregon at a more almost tougher game than Wisconsin right now. Because I don't know. Did you see that Michigan game? One, you take away those three pick sixes and just make them picks. It's uh, it's a lot know, closer. Man. I wanted to put I in my preseason poll. I put Oregon number two behind Wisconsin, and I think I was disrespecting Michigan because Michigan is the better team. I really do believe it. I think. I think they have more speed on the defense. Times, but I think the game planning also makes a big difference there. True. That, but I think or, we, Oregon's defense is better, in my opinion. I think Oregon has more team speed on defense, plus they have Hoskins, that monster in the middle. Yeah, by far, Oregon is better on paper as a defense and in actual practicality. But you can't... I mean, I'll, I'll say this, and it's like our game against Bama. If you get three pick sixes, the amount of momentum shift that is, there's no comeback. All right, the game plan pretty much gets thrown out the window at that point. Yeah, it's like going down 24-0. Your game plan's out the window, and you're throwing screens left and right trying to make something stick. And credit to their defense for three pick sixes. I mean, are you kidding me? By that, one that's player. A, like impossible. By one player. That's a career game right there. I mean, Lord I think they mercy. had a total of five. Five. That's incredible. And their cornerback caught their first touchdown. And and Comet, I just I'm I'm so on the fence with Comet. I think he's the only senior that has more passing yards than me. But uh, granted, he he's been in a in a uh, an air raid forever. But yeah. he's just one of those quarterbacks that I just keep waiting to see take that next step. But there's always a game where he does what he did that game. Yeah, and I mean I think we're out of. I believe we're out of time for him because I believe he's a senior. He yeah, he's a senior. senior. Yeah, he is a senior. So yeah, he, he came is, in with me. So we are, you know, these guys five seasons. Uh, you know, last season, 23. 
he's already tied his entry season in interceptions at week three. Just not good enough, man. That team is too good to be one and two. It, it's a shame. Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys that I went after that ended up being at Oregon. And I wish they would have came to Tennessee and joined the fight. Or even when I was at Iowa, came and joined our fight back there. Mm-hmm. But oh, it, shout out to Voodoo. Let me tell you something. Hoskins, yeah. I was on his butt in the DMs. I wanted him at FSU so bad. But he's he he has an allegiance to horns. So And I, I respect that. He wanted to play with his buddy, and I get it. You know, I thought right. I, I respect thought, it. I thought I could play the Iowa card a little bit, but I ended up not getting him. I ended up losing out him, and we, you know, we talked to uh, Braden, who's now their DC, and it was hard with you know three elite linebackers to find space for. Mm-hmm. So we're like, hey man, this is when Venom was at. Oregon, we were like, hey, man, I think this would be a really good fit for you. We'll put in a good word for you if that's where you want to go. And being from the Pacific Northwest, he wanted to either go to Oregon or Washington. I told him just flat out honesty. I said, I'll cut somebody's brake line to get you here. Hey, a lot of people would for Hoskins. <laughs> <laughs> so we're looking at this, this wrap-up that we've got this week. And we had possibly, I'll go out and say, one of the most action-packed and best weeks that we've had at the CFL, in my memory, by far. And I can't speak on over the whole of it, but I would say there's a pretty good shot that it was. Um, you know, Iowa put up a fight to Wisconsin. Auburn almost toppled OSU. UNC almost beat West Virginia. Uh, Illinois completely stomped all over Wisconsin. Clemson upset Miami. Boise didn't have the best showing against Texas A&M. LSU looked to struggle against Florida, and it looked like Florida was going to pull out the dub, but they finally rallied back and got it. Pitt fought through everything and came out on top of Nebraska. Oklahoma State did what we thought they would do against Mizzou. The Red River rivalry, very close to my heart. I would have bet money Oklahoma won that. Yeah. I can't I, believe they lost that. I can't believe I that can't one happened. And the biggest elephant in the room. Hey Miami, why don't you stay why don't you step up and show us who you really are? Are you that team? Or are you the team that beat us? I can't believe they didn't throw the ball more. If they would have thrown the ball more, they would have had that game. I just can't understand that team. I don't understand it. I mean, I, I want them to be good because they're in, my, they're in my conference. I want the ACC to be stacked and loaded. But that loss there hurt us bad. It made us the ACC look weak. Well, they're both ACC teams. So right, right. But they, they have to beat Clemson. Yeah. Let's be real. They have to beat Clemson. I don't know. Clemson on paper looks really good right now with the upgrades that they've done on the defensive line. Is it, who's, who's their quarterback, Clemson? Is he a, is he a freshman? Loki Gunderson, yes. Well, he is, uh, let me tell you, Odie, you have to beat him mm-hmm. in your season, in your senior season. You have to be, and that's, I'm not, I'm not disrespecting Clemson. I'm not disrespecting. Uh, is it Stevens that runs them? No, it's Pokey. No. Pokey. Okay, Pokey. I, I have, I got nothing but respect for them. I got nothing but respect for that whole team. But Odie and Gates, you guys have to beat Clemson. Come on. Yeah. And then you know we get to their hangover. 
or hangout games. Well, it, technically they were hangover games. If you were there to hang out, you saw me on the dance floor. It was definitely a hangover game. <laughs> You've got Florida State beating out Notre Dame in what I'll say I thought was a lot closer than what I expected. Well, 28 nothing. Come on now. Yeah. But they ended up, it ended up being 35-23. They, yeah, they, they came back. I'll give them that. They had it, it's Wookiee. Yeah, Wookiee you, and Notre Dame. They're, they're a hell of a team. Let's w- be real. Wookiee's going to make some magic happen no matter what. Right. Then you have Michigan absolutely throttling. And I won't even say a foot on the throat. They drove a horseshoe down into the ground over the throat of Oregon. That's game, that game's going to have huge playoff implications, too. It is. And then, yeah, we won't talk about Tennessee. Well, you got Georgia, so there's that. Yeah, yeah. I've still got Georgia, North Carolina. Got, <laughs> no disrespect, Georgia. <laughs> no, after what they just showed against just Alabama, they have a they have a lot, lot of good things going for them, and they just need to sort out. If they could sort out the drop passes, I think that could have been a forty. Uh, uh, it. it Alabama was still going to score as many points as they scored. Right. But you're talking 40 points for Georgia. I'm still one. You know what matchup I want to see? Alabama-Boise. That's what I want to see more than anything. I think that would be a really good game. That would probably be on paper one of the best games this season. And you know what? I think there's a chance that the playoffs that they can meet, too. I, th- you know, let's look at this. I did kind of a mock-up so from week three on. Realistically, I don't think we have OU getting to the playoffs as much as— I don't know. You know that's OU's defense, man, that, that defensive line is tough, man. I don't think they could beat Oklahoma State, and that's not me being a— Oklahoma, mm. That's not my Oklahoma State fan sticking out. That's looking at how the teams are— Yeah, because they already— yeah, they already have the loss to Oklahoma, or they already have the loss to Texas, so they're already down one tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah they can't lose again. Their I next think, loss is their last loss. I think it's going to be Oklahoma State and Texas for the Big Twelve. Maybe I just don't trust that re- that freshman quarterback. That's the only question I have for Oklahoma State is the freshman quarterback. Yeah, Moreland has been like in the Mizzou game. He started out very shaky. I wasn't. It, we didn't see what we saw week two. Right. Well, it's that freshman inconsistency, right? Mm-hmm. 100%. And Boise, it's going to be, you know, against that Oklahoma State secondary. Are we going to see last season's Ryan Smith where he's not as efficient and he throws picks? Or is he going to be clean and consistent like he's done this season? Right. Now, uh, no doubt about Oklahoma State. They have talent on that team. There's no question. Oh, by far. And then you can't – and then Texas has the Coco effect. Oh, nothing but respect for Coco. Like like we said in this pre-thing, when, I know Coco yeah. from other leagues. Coco, he is going to build a, a quality player. We no know that. No matter what, he is going to have something amazing. Much respect, Coco. And, I mean, it's like I put in the Twitch chat. I'm not a Texas fan, but I will always be a Coco fan. I hate Texas. I ain't going to kid nobody. I, I hate fucking Texas. hate Texas. <laughs> I hate Texas more than I hate OU, and that's saying a lot. Mm. And Yeah, you hate us. And like Frank, Frank saw it in league chat. Uh, that is the first and the only time you will. Okay, we'll add it this time too. This is the last time you'll ever hear me say boomer. Frank, let I, me ask you, I, man, I, how disappointed are you with that loss to Texas? 
I didn't even watch it. I unfortunately I'm up in the uh the no uh you know, the no service area. Well but you picked a good week for that. <laughs> from what I heard Yeah, you did. I mean unfortunately I've I've been there, I've done it, I've had some pretty disappointing disappointing losses, especially against Texas. I mean, it is what it is. I wanted nothing more than to shut ST Mac up so bad when I was an OU. And I never got that opportunity. So he he always got the last laugh. And I would have bet the far that you guys would have beat them this week. And there's ST Mac out there showboating again. I won't I won't I won't I won't deny. There there's guys like I I wanna fight like I wanna fight a few people in Texas. Like literally like <laughs> it's just like dude like you know how you know how Oklahoma is. in the in the sim in the sim we gotta say in the sim. Talk, no, he's he talking talk. real. I don't no, know. I'm he's trying to save him. I'm trying to save him by saying <laughs> in the sim. He's reaching through the computer screen. He's grabbing some folks up, man. Like I love Tank. I love Tank. But he called me a bum, and I said something I really didn't probably should have said in in uh, game chat. I don't know if anyone heard it, but you know I went LSU on him because I'm like, dude. It's a game. Don't call me a bum. Don't call anyone a bum. Don't call, you know, just like my my uh, AD got called called out for calling Texas trash one game by his own team. Like, I just don't know what it is about Texas. They just yeah, that seems so just, tame to what I used to say to him. <laughs> you know, the sad part about it is that I mean, we all know I've been around this rivalry. I'm I'm there every single day. I've been in at the Cotton Bowl on game days. I've been in Norman on game days. I've been in Austin on game days. Nothing in the CFSL even comes close to actually what happens in real life when this game happens. Oh, yeah. You got one douchebag freaking fan against another douchebag fan in that rivalry. There's no question. I have watched Texas fans walk into a bar in Norman and instantly get jumped by like 50 OU fans. And it's not oh, a yeah. jump like they're yelling in your face. They're punching the crap out of you, picking you up and throwing you out the front door. And then the bartenders are clapping for them as they walk back in. That's the southern version of Ohio State, Michigan, up here. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, I can talk about Like, shoot, we get along, and we're huge rivals in real life. I'm a Michigan fan. He's an Ohio State fan. Right. You know, my best but friend in the Army, Ohio State fan. We decided, you know what, we just don't talk about it for two weeks, and then we talk shit to each other for the next, you know, 50 weeks. But I'm a real enough fan to where I can actually extend my hand to to Frank and say, you know what, I'm so happy that Michigan finally beat us last season because the Big Ten is only good when Michigan's good, too. Period. Hey, gone are the days of us having Hart, Hemi, and all those days. Michigan's my number two team. Michigan is not... I don't see them ever again back to the days of old. Well, I, Logan, I can tell you this, and Frank will back me here. I live in northern Ohio. He lives in Michigan. There is nothing worse if you're a Michigan fan than listening to an Ohio State fan and vice versa. It hey, is unbelievable. That's how we are as Oklahoma State fans towards OU fans. Like, as I said for about a decade, since we beat them for a decade, is how in the world do you have anything to comment on this subject? <laughs> that That is exactly what OU fans say to us, and I am so glad that DT did not play the OU fight song the whole way down to Texas. 
because I would have gone absolutely <laughs> crazy. And I could see DT doing that too. Oh, I could have. Uh, I 100% was prepared for it too. I thought he was going to do it. Just joke with me. I'm but, surprised he didn't make you wear an Oklahoma jersey on the oh way down. God. There ain't a single one in my house, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so let's get into we'll, we'll go back through that last week. Uh, go by one by one. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, what was your biggest upset of the upset. week, you would say? Mm, biggest upset. Man, I mean, there was... Even if it wasn't a win for the underdog, I actually had to be in the fight. Yeah, I have to go back right now. I mean, I've been. This is probably like the baddest that I'm gonna be at this because I've been so out of it. Like I've been broadcasting, and then like if I'm not broadcasting, then I'm just out of it. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, I mean, upset. I mean, I would have to. I mean, it, it's tough because. There's, there's so many. I would say just because of where they were supposed to be after last season, uh, Miami losing to Clemson. I don't, I didn't mm-hmm. think that like Clemson would be what they have been to start this season. I mean, they look so much better compared to where they were last season. This was prior to that. Um, so I mean, that that's just one of them and then also i mean outside of that i mean there really wasn't any hardcore upset really i mean everybody took care of business that was supposed to win but i just i thought that clemson i thought miami was going to be a lot better than what they were especially going into acc play right i 100 percent agree with that i think it was a closer game than i would have thought uh let me then, just say I mean, one would you, name. Would you say that Illinois was supposed to be favored against Washington, though? Because that could be. That's my. That's mine. Is how I was just going to say that Illinois throttled Wisconsin or Washington. That's mine of the week. And we it's just we how held, bad it was. We held Shoemate to no touchdowns last week. Mm-hmm. I'm and looking at my I'm, sheet right now, and it says 55-13 Illinois over Washington. That is that. It was mine. And. You know, you look at the Washington defense, it's not that far different from yours at Ohio State. It's really not that far off. Yeah. And just how much Illinois came out and beat Dewey Brakes and I love you, Cole. Sorry, bud. <laughs> we, we, we had our moments last weekend. I introduced you to actual Texas beer and taught you how to do a tequila shot. But oh boy! Hey, on a, on an even more important note, what? How do you say his name? Shamat? Shamati? How do you say his name? Shoemate. Shoemate. Hey, Shoemate, if you're listening, let me let me do this for you. You threw for 660 yards. My best was 666. I'm still fifth place. What's your favorite bottle of wine, buddy? I'm sending you one. I Thank wanted you. him to knock you off so bad. Just oh, so I know you did. Because <laughs> I had already planned on having you on the podcast, so I just wanted to get the live feel of you getting knocked off. And I was I'm, watching the other game, and then the the announcers were saying that there was a record break. I'm thinking this better not be yards. And I heard 660. I'm like, oh no, don't tell me. Yeah. You, and then he when he ended with it, I was like, yes. 
<laughs> you got saved <laughs> by seven yards. Literally seven was it, yards. Was it wasn't it like Ryan Smith was like you know it, close to you too? Yeah, Ryan I think I think yeah, he was. Yeah, Ryan had one though. He was pretty close. Yeah, it was week one. He went over six hundred. Who did he play? I think we had one too with uh we had one last season with Potter. He ended up with 578 or 580. And then we started running so the ball. I'm, I'm still pissed that Savage went for 699. <laughs> well, technically he, went, technically he went for like 701 or 702, and then he threw a screen, and it was negative. Yeah, I saw that. I was cracking. I said, don't throw it again. Please don't throw it. And they didn't. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Love ended, you, TD, man. TD, you're a good dude. Perfectly man. at six ninety nine. I got from seven hundred. Like, yeah, Frank. What's your what's yours week? What what's yours from last week? Well, they kind of hit the two that I thought of. Like, I lost a crap ton on Miami. Like, I love Pokey. Pokey's one of my favorite guys in the league. You know, him and I are gonna get fired together as uh, broadcasters. But like, I thought Miami was gonna was gonna just you know. Two, two touchdowns. Easy. Oh, dang. Do we just have a leak that Frank and Pokey are going to be new broadcasters? No, we're doing it one time and we're getting fired together because Mike uh, will. Mike said he'd give us one, one chance. Dang. And I got told and then, to and apply and I still haven't gotten a broadcaster job at all. <laughs> I think it was the one night where Jason like couldn't, couldn't broadcast and like I think Murph was on his own. I go, I'll broadcast. Yeah. Mike goes, all right, you get one chance. And then Pokey's like, I'll do it with you. We'll just get fired together. <laughs> so, Carr, we've talked about it. Uh, I think I know your answer, but what's your big shock? Other than Miami, and, and before I get to, the, to my other one, Frank, hypothetical, Miami's defensive line goes into, goes into the alley, and then Oklahoma's line follows them. Who's walking out of there after a fight? It's pretty dirty, so I'm just gonna like kneecap him. And I mean, uh, have you Gates seen Jay Gates? So I'm winning. Yeah. I think okay. I think Jay Gates is the only one walking out of that whole thing. Like the rest of the Miami line is gonna be in a ditch somewhere. All of OU is gonna be in the ditch, and then Jay Gates just walks out smoking the Newport. Like what? What's the best? But can't you see Gates walking out victorious and Frank holding on to his ankles, just chewing the shit out of his ankles? Can't yes. you just see it? Yes. <laughs> But yeah, my, mine is Illinois. I, I got Illinois over Washington. I, I still thought Washington was, was going to be a, a maybe playoff contending team, maybe outside, but 55 to 13, goodbye. That, that dream's over. Uh, maybe next year. Right. And but, another one I don't think we talked about, and this isn't going into you know how the season's gone so far, but looking at the two teams on paper and looking at previous seasons, who would have thought that West Virginia would have to pull up an upset in overtime over North Carolina. Right. What's going on there? Yeah. Wow. yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff, you know. We a couple of us have talked about it, and it's stuff we can't typically we can't talk about. But there's some stuff that's been brought up, and you know, I think Murph's figuring it out slowly. And right. I think they're gonna bounce back because that's a super talent. Yeah, Clementine is—he's not having a great start to a season. That's for sure. 
No, you got you've got to that that team. You know it. That's something I you know I, I almost am glad I'm not Grit. I'm not Tom in that sense of having that much talent that you have to decide which side are you going to go for this game. Now, see, I disagree with you on that. You can never have too much talent, man. That's a, that's a, that's a good problem to have. From the you know the, the the final the final stance on the game planning, it just makes it hard. Um, but you know what, what makes it good though, Logan, is this: my wife is a hell of a strong safety, <laughs> but she is a team player, dude. She she sat she's been on the bench for the two of the first three games. Not a problem at all with her. She's fine with it. That's so that what that I leaves love. to. But that's, you have to have that camaraderie. That's you what have I love have about that. your team is how much of a team player game it is. And that's what I'm loving about my team right now. We went Nevada because our halfback, I, and, you know, people can say what they want about Tennessee. I had zero people leave the team this season. And that says a lot for your coaching style, and they believe yeah. it, They believe in your system. They're ready to – They're ready yeah. to, They, you know what, though? And I'll say this as a guy that transferred from a, a team. You would you would rather win with that struggling program than go to a team that is winning and just pro just keep winning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when we went to Florida State, Florida State was not a championship team, man. But we 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 have helped them become a championship team. I told and you guys, when you finally win, Logan, it's gonna be so rewarding. It, it it's gonna break league chat. I I 100 percent believe that when we finally get our win next week against Florida, that. It is going to break league chat that Tennessee got away. That's a whole nother that Florida team. That's a whole nother subject right there, bud. It's, you know, I love Smitty. He, me and him have talked quite a bit. And, you know, I offered, you know, I sent a couple guys his way when he was helping out with Tam U during recruiting because it's guys that were going to be, you know, fifth string on ours. We we're just completely filled at the very yeah. few positions. I'm not feeling the love. I'm, I don't think he's a car fan. But just saying, that that game against LSU, it showed me exactly the recipe to win. Sure. And I talked to JCD about it, and I told him I was like, "Dude, you could have walked out of that game with a 60-0, real, really easily." Like I said in the Twitch chat, and I don't think uh, Smitty really appreciated it. Rocky Blo or Ronnie Blevins is rolling in his grave. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's it's nothing against Shaker at all. No, he's a freshman. It's, he's a freshman. That team is very easy to manipulate right now to make them to make their offense do exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. And I think I've got the recipe for it. And I've made well, here for. I've made a big change. I've made a big change, and I think I'm going for it. I'm going for a two touchdown win. Ooh. I love the confidence. I love it. I'm not taking any foots, any feet off the brake. I'm sending everything. I've got a game plan that I think people people didn't see us going run heavy. They looked at the playbook, and yeah, they thought, oh yeah, they're going to lean towards run. We went run heavy, and it didn't work out. Well, one thing we can all agree with on this panel is, buddy, you are due for a win. I am fucking God. I've had too many close games. Yep. You're going to get two wins at least this season. And I think. You'll get at least two. 
It absolutely I think, pisses me I off. I mean, Tennessee is going to be competitive in, in, in every game. It pisses me off because look what we did last season. We had all three and four stars on defense. Yeah. And, you know, we were right there with Florida State until the very end. Right. We beat you by 21, but it was a lot closer than that score. Yeah, it was until, you know, I had walk-ons coming in for three stars. <laughs> and you're not gonna you're not gonna cover Mills with walk-ons, man. That's no, just the way no, that's gonna not, happen. Not gonna happen. Who's getting their uh, first win? T A T M A U or uh, Georgia? Texas. Yeah. Tamu. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I like Allen. I like Allen more than I like theirs. The pro the problem I see with Georgia is they had no. the <laughs> right game plan. To do what they did against Bama. Can they continue that? That's, that's going to be the question. I think the issue, because the TAMU and Bama teams are so different, that he's going to run the exact same thing. And it's going to hurt him. Where do you stack Bama right now? Are they second best? They have to be. Third. Boise second? No. Who you got second? Realistically? Yeah, who you got? Look at the standings, because I have to take I have to take win loss into it. Okay, so Florida State obviously won. I would, in all honesty, put Ohio State over Bama. And put Florida State nah. over. I don't think yet. No offense, Jeff, but not yet. Hey, I mean, if I, I know I got to show people, but, you know, at the end of the day, I've been here, done it, so. I have my, you fourth, though. I have you fourth behind thing, Alabama and Boise. My thing with Ohio State over Bama is looking back at week one against Notre Dame. Bama stopped the run. Every single game that Bama has won has been because of the run stop. And they still give up the pass. They give up the deep. They have a lot of speed on that defense, man. That Bama team, they're, 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 they're deadly. does better than all the teams that Bama's beat at swapping from the run when it stops working to go into the deep one. The fluidity of being able to adjust is why I would put Ohio State better because Bama was weak against the deep ball and all those teams that were run heavy. We haven't seen Bama really play a super pass-heavy team. Well, you see what we did to them. Yeah, but you guys are more that 50-50 split that we all try to... Yeah, we're not air raid. Yeah, yeah we, we definitely run. We mix the run in. Yeah. So This you is the first that, time that I've actually been away. I mean, I, I know I ran multiple back in season 13 but really we were still an air it out type of team and so Bama's three wins the- this season are nine or 23-9 over Notre Dame run heavy 78 over us which we were run heavy and then 63-10 over Georgia who was run heavy I mean no offense to you Logan but beating Georgia and Tennessee isn't showing me anything no but all the points on those two games came from the deep ball. 
Right, right. Well, yeah, I watched both those games. I wanted so, to see what they were going to do on offense. I would like who's to, who's I would, Alabama not playing this this season? Nobody. They you play everybody in your conference. Oh, okay. Finally. Yes. Right. So they still have to play, which Florida's at a 50-50 right now. There's only one team that's going to give them a game. Kentucky's at 50-50. Kentucky. Yeah, it's Kentucky's gonna be, the team. Possibly Auburn. Auburn. I, I'm, right? I'm circling that game, and that's one I really want to watch is that Alabama-Auburn because of how well Auburn does that 50-50 split. And, and how well... And and how much Pack hates Alabama with a passion. Yes. My only nod towards Alabama in that game, I mean, obviously they're going to be the favorites going into that Auburn game. Their their speed on defense is, I think, just too much for Auburn. I don't see how they score. I yeah, don't see how speed Auburn isn't always the deciding factor. You can have speed all day, but if your guys can't cover crap, then it's not going to matter how quick they are. Well, the question is, too, is Lemmy going to stand back and throw it, or is he going to take off? They're 50 fit. That Oregon book is so – you can try to get as close to 50-50, but that Oregon book takes on a mind of its own sometimes. So this might be a Homer, a Homer response, but I think we're going to learn about Alabama compared to Florida State. I believe it's week seven. Oh, I can't wait for that one. Because they – I mean – I am, I am cocky. I think we have one of the best lines ever. I honestly think Alabama has a better line. I think Alabama might have the best defensive line this league has ever seen. They are tough. Like, they they are definitely. Like I think, one through four, they're deeper than any team in the league, and that includes Florida State. That includes us. I mean. I know what my defensive line looks like, and I think they're better than us. I I mean, I agree with you 100%. But now I also think, I think Texas might have the second best resume in the league because they beat, you know, beat Oregon. Granted, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a shootout, but it was close. They beat us in a dogfight. I forget who they played week two, but, you know, they played some really good competition too. Like Alabama, they had one good game, but they played two teams that were under a man. The way you know, I look at play- it, the way I've been looking at these teams this season, Frank, is can that can they beat Florida State? And I'm not being cocky when I say that. I'm just we are kind of the bar right now. So I look at a team and I say, okay, can this team beat us? And then I put them in a, in that top tier list. And I think there's there's about three or four teams that can give us a problem. As of right now. Now, that can change. Anything can change. Players can pack up. You know, different things can happen. But as of right now, week three going into week four, Florida State and Alabama are on a collision course. 100%. And that's no disrespect to Boise, Ohio State. Alabama's number one in the playoffs. And that's why we, yeah, trust me when I tell you that I don't fear Alabama at all. I, I have no fear for Alabama. But... The sim guys uh, can be listening to me. Every team. <laughs> That's every my week. point. That's what I'm saying. And we we the outlier game last season against Miami. There you go. That was a sim god smacking us in the face, saying, "Hey, bud, you're not that good." <laughs> You've got to have that one humbling every now and then. Yeah. I got a question for Car. What's up? What's the one thing you don't want to see in the playoffs? 
Why are we even talking about the playoffs? It's week four. We're talking about like the top teams in the league. He's talking Frank, about Frank, I can I can answer that question real fast, bud. We're so deep on my on on Florida State. Anybody can come. Anybody willing? I want Alabama, Boise State, and let's see. Those two for sure. I, I don't want any easy way to this second championship. I want the best that they got to throw. So if we can get Alabama and Boise in those playoffs, I will be happy. You heard it here. He wants everybody throwing their best at him. Well, Boise, you know, they, they've been talking a lot of smack, and they, and they should be. They've been playing a lot of great games, but they haven't beat Florida State yet. Clutch. So until you beat Clutch us. Isn't known for doing anything in the playoffs either. Right. So I want him to have his chance. Not scared of an Auburn? The little pack magic? I think State almost had uh, went into cardiac arrest with Mills last season on Auburn. He doesn't <laughs> want to see us ever again. No, State's a lockdown corner now. Didn't you see that in uh, league chat now? Well, yeah. I saw, I saw him say that. Hey, but you know what? Hey. I will say this about State. That guy last season was Auburn. He was in the league chat taking his lumps better than anybody. So I, I applaud you, State. I think he 100% deserved fan of the year. I would give him well, play, in a heartbeat. I said this in this podcast, I was, I was rooting for him to win over myself. Yeah. Frank, I've said it to you before, and I'm just going to get it off my chest real quick so we can move on. I, I did I not apologize to you the minute you lost that that fan of the year <laughs> of that award that year. You did, and I and I truly believe it was because so many people hated me that they were never going to vote for you. Hey, I lost too, so it wasn't that big. You both got screwed. I think honestly, I am very happy about it the way it ended up because. I wanted it to at least go to me, Frank, or Rogie. And if oh, now any, we was a Rogie? Yeah. If any of us won it, I was happy. Right. So, let's get into our week four. Next week coming up. So on Monday we have Wisconsin at the shoe playing Ohio State. We've got my pokes playing at Boise State. You got the Tar Heels at the Fighting Irish. Pittsburgh at Miami, the Swamp Geese. You got Washington at Michigan. My boys, Tennessee at Florida. Then you've got the Sooners going and traveling a state over to play at Missouri. Nebraska completely skipping through Oklahoma and Kansas to go play at Texas. Alabama, Alabama making the trip to Death Valley at LSU. The Aggies are going to go take a trip over and play Georgia. Oregon is at Clemson. You got Auburn playing at Kentucky. Florida State going up north to play West Virginia. And state to state, you got Iowa going over to play Illinois. Which is... Which ones are you going to circle, and which one are you going to shoehorn and kick out the door, Jeff? I've got a top five, but I'll give you the top one, and it's obvious. 
Wisconsin at Ohio State. That's your one to circle? That's definitely. I'll circle on that one twice. Which one are you going to kick out? Which one are you going to say, hey, I know this one. Kick it to the side. Rip, West Virginia. I think that's a fair one. I think that's a fair call on that one. That's Je that's not it. That's going to be over at halftime. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. that's a fair call on that one. Jeff, Sorry, Big Murph. Jeff, what are you thinking? Which one are you going to circle? Which one are you going to kick? Oh, repeat that one more time. Which one are you going to circle to watch? Which one are you going to kick and say, I know that one already? Oh, uh, the games this week? Yep. yep. All right, here we go. Uh, you want me to leave out the games that I'm calling this week? You know what? Go ahead and include it. I don't care. Okay. So one game I'm kicking that I already know what's going to happen. Ooh. I'm kicking the Michigan-Washington game. Uh, Michigan, I think it's just going to end up being too much for Washington, even though that I think that's a make-or-break game for Washington. If they win that one, they keep their hopes alive. If they lose that, maybe all she wrote. Um, yeah, I think that's a fair call on that one. One game I'm circling. I don't want to say the Georgia-Texas A&M game because I brought that one up already. Um, let's see. A lot of good games this week. Uh, I think it's going to be the Bama-LSU game. I'm going to circle that one uh, on the 24th at 9 p.m. So that one will be on Twitch uh, for everybody. Um, I think that one is going to be a good one. We get to see, you know, LSU coming off, uh, you know, come kind of comeback win against Auburn a couple weeks ago. Um, tough game last week. But uh, this is going to be – this is it, you know. Uh, Carr gets to see Bama, um, and we get we all get to see, is this Bama for real, or is it the SEC Bama? Is it theirs, or is LSU – do they have a stake of the claim in the SEC as well? And can they, uh, at home, pull off a big-time victory against a team that has – rode the SEC for the last four or five seasons since Dobbins has been there. Uh, it's going to be a good one. Um, it's going to be a, I, I think it's going to be a slugfest. Um, and we've seen that LSU can toss the rock with the best of them. Um, I do think Christopher Jones needs to get a little bit more back to himself uh, in the run game. And uh, I think that maybe you got to keep Bama honest. You can't, you know, go into that thinking that you're just going to pass all over them because we've seen it time and time again, these teams that, you know, you go in um, one way or the other, they can shut you down. You got to be balanced. You got to keep teams on their, on their toes week in and week out. So I think uh, it's going to be a bit, it's going to be a, a great game. Uh, I think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. I'm not so saying too. I'm not saying that I I want Bama to win, uh, but I do think they'll pull it out. But I, I that's a game that I'm circling. I think so too. I I think if LSU corrects two or three issues that I've noticed in their defense and offense, I think they really could pull up an upset over Bama. Mm -hmm. But I think they... a lot I think a lot of teams are have been overlooking Auburn. I know we didn't last week. Um, we kind of knew it was going to be a slugfest mm -hmm. and. 
and LSU found that out as well. So um, I think that LSU, they're going to get some things righted, hopefully. And, you know, hopefully they make me look good and it's a good game. Yeah, I've talked to JCD and I think he's on the right path. I think he just has a few things to figure out. And I think that would be a really, really good game because I have faith in him. Yeah. But I mean, I I like all the ADs that we have. And uh, it's it's a good group. And JCD, you know, he is new. Uh, Rogie last year, last season. And JCD getting his first shot, and I think uh, he's he's being thrown into the wolves, and I think he's kind of passed every every week. So he's he's passed. He's gotta get, he's, it's time to get that win, and this would be a big win in his cap. Yeah, I think he's passed the eye check on improvement week in and week out. It's just you know, Jeff, you know very well as much as I do, it's not a one season thing. You nope. can come in thinking you know everything, but I got cocky last season. Going against these geniuses that us. we have in this AD room, everybody is extremely smart in one category, at least. And then you have guys mm-hmm. like Tom or OK State or Dobbins. Yeah, who are just mastery of well versed the... in everything and a master of yeah. one. And it. It, it helps out, and a lot of people don't realize that that you give these guys AD slots, give them a two, two or three seasons to figure out the other side of what they were working with, what they already knew. And we got to figure this out. Frank, which one are you circling? Which one are you saying, I got that one already figured out? Well, I kind of want to circle two of them. I want to circle Auburn's game and LSU's game. Okay. I want to circle see if LSU actually is playing down to Auburn or is Auburn back. That's things like, because Auburn was down last year and they took LSU to the brink. Yeah. Just because LSU's DBU, as we love to call them. Bullshit. did (laughs) Did they win that game or is, you know, is Ice Trey really just like Ice Toast or was that you know? I think it's. I think it has to be big. Like I think, you know, it's. it's I think it's like Auburn plays Kentucky, right? I believe. Auburn like, that's plays. A, that's like, yes, Kentucky at Kentucky. Like, that's a big game in in conference. Like, is Auburn, you know, one one, you know, one drive away from being three and zero, or are they? Did they beat up on a LSU team that's got a new AD that had a down season? That I think I, I we think, I think we underestimate that. That is a huge playoff implication game for that number two spot like in the SEC. Like I think that whole I think that, that whole those games are huge. Like it'll it'll tell us what LSU really is and what, you know, Auburn really is. Yeah. I agree, Frank. Hundred uh, percent. Which now, Kentucky I, is Kentucky for real, Frank? Are they for real? Yeah. I don't know. Because the last yeah, I don't years, either. They didn't, they didn't have to play. Was it year one? They didn't have to play. Like they snuck in as a nine seed. As they the didn't get Alabama, seed. and then they didn't get us. Well, there's nothing, nothing. Whether you're five or two, five and three, six and two, but both years Kentucky made the playoffs. They did not play the top team in their own conference. It's not their fault. 
I mean, they only play yeah. who they can. You know what I mean? But I'm feeling you. I know exactly what you're saying. I will say this like, about I that think- Kentucky team. Davis has it dialed in, and we talked about this at Hangout, and this is going to be a little, you know, spoiler for everybody that wasn't at Hangout and doesn't understand this. We had a very long conversation about not planning the defense to stop the team that you're playing. Like, to me... Plan the defense to manipulate the offense to how you want them to play. And Davis is doing that this season. And it makes a difference, and I can see the difference. I just want to see him beat somebody that matters. That's all I want to see. I want to see them beat a top team, and then I believe in them. That's all it'll take. Just beat somebody that matters. I think that's fair. Like, to me, what Davis did in his first two years is amazing. But, like I said, they they also didn't play Alabama. When Alabama went 8-0, they didn't play Florida State. It's not saying they wouldn't beat them, but, you know, I think this is a big game. Whether you know, Pack is back, or is was LSU like? Because you know, if if Alabama or Auburn gets destroyed by Kentucky, well, that that win by LSU doesn't look as good. You know, like, agreed. Anyway, yeah. You know, just like you know, everyone with us, like shit. You know. Kentucky's I, just like I, Boise, in my opinion. Kentucky and Boise have a lot in common. They beat the team. They beat the dog out of the teams they should, and then they well, don't beat the teams that that is going to put them over the hump. And I, you know, unfortunately, I think there's going to be a lot of. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot more one-sided games this week than there was last week. I know. I just, I just see. I just see there's going to be. I think we're really going to separate people this week and. There's gonna be some ass kicking. I just mm-hmm. think it's gonna be. I think this week we're gonna we're gonna you know separate the guys who are okay. We went three and zero, but we didn't play nobody. Or we went one and two, but we played you know two of the best teams in the league. You know, I think this week we're gonna get a lot of uh, you know, a lot of thought into who who the you know, who the best defenses are, who the who the best offenses are. All right, teams are going to start separating. I agree. Boise State plays Oklahoma State, too, by the way. That should be interesting. I also don't know what's – I honestly have not figured out Oklahoma State in the last two seasons, two seasons and a half. Like, their offense is not the offense we know. Logan, what's your take on Oklahoma State, bud? What are you thinking? (sighs) I'm trying to do unbiased here. Ah, Go ahead and do biased. We don't mind. You know, I love to see my folks do good, and I love what Houston's done with this defense because it's moving. He's almost following the real-life Oklahoma State. It's uncanny how he's doing it. We were always known as the offensive powerhouse in the Big 12. You know, you could always, in real life, count on Oklahoma State to have a really good wide receiver you could count on Oklahoma State to have a really good halfback. You know, we've never really, real life, we've never had the, you know, amazing, off-the-wall, Heisman quarterback, even though we've had decent guys that came in as three stars or two stars that ended up, you know, playing like five stars. Right. But the past couple seasons, we've had that defense be the cornerstone. Our offense has kind of gone down. Yeah. 
while our defense has become amazing. And a lot of people are saying that our defensive line is the top three in the country. And your Ohio State just got just arguably the best defensive coordinator in the country. Stolen from us, which I hate you for that. But We'll take it. We'll take it. I mean, that dude came in and took literally one, two, and three star on defense and made it the best defense the Big 12 has ever seen and mm-hmm. the top five defense in the country. And nobody would expect that out of a small school, like relatively in broader specs, a small school like Oklahoma State. But Houston's made that transition to where his defense is more akin to real life, where the defense is the star show of it. And if he had this defense this year, last year, they would have been right there. Yeah, it would have been it would have been you two in the final. And I, I'd be the first to say that. Yep. He's a hell of a coach, man. I, I I never beat him at Oklahoma when I was with Oklahoma. He he owned me, so he gets, he has my credit, man. He's got, he's got my respect. I got the joy of watching him sim, and the amount of attention he does is unreal. And you can tell on game day. And he's not doing like a lot of us do, where we're sitting there and we've got you know one screen popped up. He was doing this on a fucking laptop, no notebook, not charting the game, just watching it and making mental notes. It so that tells you right there that, he, that he's got the passion. So yeah, you got to respect it. He's insane. He knows what he's doing. I like that team. Do I think they're a championship team? I don't think so. I think they're a season away from a championship contending team. But I think they're a mid, mid to late playoff push. Right. I think, and no disrespect to any team in here. Florida yeah. State, this is our year, man. I mean, we're going to run this back. <laughs> I think I, I, I think you look at the teams overall and you look at the coaching staffs and the game planning levels, I think Florida State's got it 100%. It's ours to take. Let's just say that. It's ours to lose. I think the only... I would not be shocked, though. And this is me just coming out of there. First round, would not be shocked. You guys get that, you know, that sin that we all hate to have. You guys get knocked out. But I think if you guys get past that first round, you guys got it. I agree. I think it's just going to come down to that first that that, that that first playoff week. Are you guys going to get that bad sim against a team that shouldn't be you on paper, but is still a really, really, really good team on paper? And I think that's. Gonna be I trust Tom and game. Aaron and Scully and all these guys that that they put the work in. So I'm really hoping that Dude, the uh, sim gods. Don't talking, do that to us. Talking to Aaron and talking to Tom, man. I mean, yeah, you guys got it dialed in, and I, I, I mean, I've seen the Sims and the stuff's dialed in. It's just, you know, it's gonna come down to the Sim gods. And you know, you know, the funny thing is, quick story. Before we went to Florida State, DT Hall was telling me that Tom was showing interest in maybe me coming there to Florida State, or and I, and at the, I told DT Hall word for word, I said. If, if I'm in Florida State, then things didn't go my way. How, how wrong was I? You know what I'm saying? I, but at that point, I never had any interaction with Tom, and I never had any interaction with Aaron or any of these other guys. The only thing I knew of Florida State was they had two horses' asses on defense that got kicked out of the league. That's the only thing I knew from Florida State. Yeah. So, so I really had no intentions on even considering going to Florida State at that point. 
But my God, am I glad I was wrong on that one. We had a very long talk about bringing you to Iowa, too. I wasn't coming to Iowa. I'll yeah, just tell we, you right now. We, we had a, we, yeah, I wouldn't have blamed you at that point in time. We had a very yeah, I wasn't long, coming. We had a very long conversation about me getting in a voice call with you and setting things right and trying to get you. At that point, I was still remembering Logan saying something about we were going to bring him in and we were going to sit him on the bench. Yeah, yeah. You got to admit, that was pretty funny. That was funny, and I, and I did laugh about it, but I was remembering that when I saw Iowa coming and calling. Yeah. I don't miss I'm I don't, pretty... I, I remember everything, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it, it was it was a very long and it was a very it was a funny conversation between me and Cody and I wish she was here to be able to talk about it. That we were both like, fuck. I think my payback to you guys was I didn't even respond. Oh, I don't think I don't know if Tad had reached out. I know I didn't. Oh no, Tad did. Yeah. And I made a point to not say a freaking word. It may have been after I left too. It was. I think you were already gone. Yeah, I think I was already, which, I mean, that was, oh, God. But your quote back then, I do believe, went something like, yeah, Tadid would never bring Car in, and we were going to bring him in just to sit him, something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it was, it was the same thing with JMJ. I said the same thing, and Tad was like, I, I'm thinking, once I left, he was like, I'm thinking about bringing JMJ. I was like, man. I was like, I got some things about the dude, but I was like, man, uh, all in all, he's a good QB. He's in the right system, and I think you can make it work. That's the same thing I said to him about you. Is I was like, man, Carr, he's a great QB. He just needs the right system to make him work. And I was like, if you think you can get him, and you think you can make it work, then go after him. I was like, I don't like. I didn't like. I didn't like you at the time. I was like, I don't like him. I was like, but there's a lot of people on oh, yeah, my team that I didn't like at the time, and I was like, I can. I could put aside the stuff and I could put him in a position to make it, to make him succeed. And I can own up to a lot of the people not liking me. Cause like I said, when I came into this league, I was, I was hell bent on playing the bad guy. I had no intentions on ever being a good guy. I always was going to be the bad guy, but then, you know, life happens and you, and then you, you just mature a hey, little bit. This is the way I've said it. And I said it to Ike at hangout when we were both saying at Tom's, I was like, it's kind of crazy how the guys that went at each other's throat for season after season together end up just talking and having a good time. All right. I mean, three seasons ago, who, who would have ever saw this? You know? Exactly. Who would have ever thought I would stay in the same roof as I? <laughs> Right. And and go and go figure. Ike's like one of the nicest guys ever. Yeah, and Ike's sitting there asleep in Tom's study and I'm just sitting over there watching a game on the on the TV in Tom's room with Ike just sleeping underneath me and I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and Tom is such a professional. Oh my god. When I first got matter of fact, before we were going to Florida State, he sent us that damn Ooh. video of him basically just pouring his heart out of how, how much he really wanted us to be a part of Florida State. And, and he did it in a video form. I said, this I'm sold. This guy, he didn't have to do that. Dude, but for him to go to that route, I was like, Jesus Christ, how can you not play for this guy? He did that to me, too. Like, like everyone, everyone knew where I was going when I left Bowling Green. Like, even Tom knew where I was going. And I told him, hey, I, you, I go, 
I verbaled. You know where I'm going. And he goes, doesn't mean I can't recruit you. Okay. And he sent you a video too? Sent me a video. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm going to steal this shit when I start recruiting. But, and like, even like, you know, I've talked to Tom, you know, last year ago. You know, Tom, I got this issue. I got this J- issue. J- just want to say this. Uh, Tennessee has just filched their fifth verbal for the early. Oh, congratulations. And, like, like Tom literally gave me advice that was probably not the advice he wanted to give me, but it was honest. And he, like, I, that's what I love with Tom. Like, like, Tom straight up gave me, like, if you don't do this, you're going to regret it, basically, is what he told me. And I go, okay. Even though it's funny, probably not what he wants to do. Right. And the funny thing about Tom is he comes off as the most humble guy ever and doesn't have a bad thing to say about anybody. And you know me, I'm po- I'm prodding. and I'm trying to get him to talk shit about somebody. Say no. something about somebody. We're going to kill somebody, and he will happen. never do that. He it just does doesn't happen. have it. It does not happen. Trust me, I've tried. Passes you guys had at quarterback and DN, too. So. I will <laughs> say this. If anybody in this league has not had the pleasure of talking to Tom, that is one person that you need to talk to. I'm so thankful that I got a chance to meet him, and I got it. And me and my family, we love that guy. That Dude, guy, we we will go through a brick wall for that guy. In person, he is ten times better. I'm sure he is, and I can't wait to meet the guy. But uh, just from what I know of him, he's just the kindest guy. But he wants to win as bad as anybody, and I'm glad that we were able to help him get there. Like I'll say, I've. Besides my own AD, Tom's probably the the AD who's helped me out the most since you know since I joined the league. You know, obviously, you know, even though sometimes DP Hall pisses me off and we fight, but you know, Tom, you know, Grin's always been there. DT Hall is the hardest working guy in the room. Oh well, he's gotta because his coaching staff sucks at simming. Yeah, yeah Frank, I mean, what's up with that? Frank. <laughs> hey, I'll never sim. Well, he had you too, so. Yeah, even for... DT, even DT said, or uh, Tom said about DT too. He said we run a lot of Sims here at Florida State, but my God, DT, he is the he is the king of running Sims. Yeah, Frank doesn't want that, and I'll tell it, I tell this to everybody. I'm like, if you, I was like, run ten to twenty Sims one night. If you could see yourself doing that, three to four nights for about a month straight, ADing is for. If you can't, and if it's not, don't. If, if right. you do it and you don't like it, then there you go. Yeah, I, I give you guys all the credit in the world. Even the, the worst team in this league has an AD with the, with a huge pe- amount of passion. You know what I mean? They just don't have the players yet to get to that level where they need to be. But I give respect to anybody who takes time out of their busy day to run these sims and try to make their programs what they are. It it, it 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 sucks sometimes, but you know, it's what we all signed up for. It's all what we all love. This is my kind of. I don't I don't have my cars anymore that I'm building. This is kind of taking that spot away from me, from spending you know, ten twelve hours a night in the garage. Right. But do we all agree this is a great league? Oh yeah, that's thing a lot of people don't understand either. Is like, like how ridiculous this league is. Like, you know, you got guys taking vacation 
during recruiting season. You got people like I make it a point to talk to every single recruit I possibly can, whether we have no need for them. And I want to be there to answer questions. Like, because when I got an issue about setting my computer up, Logan's going to send me his, you know, his, uh, his settings for his, uh, emulator program. You know, it's like, and it's, it's, it's just like, if you got a question, like there's so many guys willing to help you out, whether you're on their team, you're not, you have no intentions, you know, just like Jeff, like first thing I ever told Jeff, I can't play for Ohio State. I'm a Michigan fan. You know, told Wookie the same thing. And they're two of the guys I talk to the most, you know, AD-wise. Yeah, and it's like, you know, look at who's who's refused to come play for me the most. It's been Frank and Matt. They always deny me. And me and Frank talk almost every single day. And me and Matt talk all the time, and we make jokes about each other all the time. The league as a whole, we're all friends. And if somebody like me and Carr, who went at each other's throats, can become friends, it, everybody can be friends. I'm glad that it yeah. took this long to get to a, to a podcast with you, though, because I think two seasons ago that would have been just nasty. I think that wouldn't have been that wouldn't have been polite. I think the buildup <laughs> made it even better. True. I, 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 I agree with that. And nobody knows this is happening, so it's going to be dropped on everybody, and they're like, why is Carr with Logan talking? Well, I think Frank can attest to this. I, I think until maybe they they hear this, maybe not, but I think after they get to know who I am and what kind of person I really am, they're going to be like, God, he's not that bad. He's not He's not the big asshole that we thought he was. No, no, not at all. <laughs> And it, it Tom was I, I give all credit for Tom. He was like, you guys, he, me and him were talking one night, and he's like, and I brought up you being on the podcast. He's like, well, y'all don't realize. He's like, you and Car are a lot more alike than y'all both realize. <laughs> I agree, I agree, hundred percent. Sorry, I'm recruiting as you I know, go. <laughs> you know, as I even I said, you know, shoot. You know, I almost didn't come to Oklahoma because I, like, didn't know how I'd, you know, work with you. Damn, Frank, you're making me sound like a, like a complete asshole. Damn. But, but, <laughs> but, then I've always said, too, is like, you know, there's a different car. Car is a different guy in the locker room. Car, you know, you know, car, you know, Tim Car is, he's the biggest rah-rah guy on any team. Like, he's the biggest cheerleader in the locker room, the biggest pump up, get the crowd going, get you guys ready to like, you know. And Frank, I'll tell you what, you you know the best part of that, what you just said, I don't mean to cut you off, but you know what's best about that is I've got a wife and two daughters that are just like me. And it is, it's a pleasure every game day. They're not big into league chat. You know, they're not into that shit, but they will come in every once in a while. But when it's game day, they are rah-rah just, we are just one big rah-rah family, man. I love it. I'll tell you another crazy thing that I found out is my last nitrous motor and the last GM truck I bought both came from Car's plant. No, there you go. He 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 could have put together my last nitrous motor. I don't know. What what speed what speed transmission you got? Six eight ten nine? Oh, that one was a six a lady. 
Oh yeah, I I, I work on the six speed line. I did it. Well, I can't remember. <laughs> is is O eight would O eight be six eighty or is it six eighty five? Six eighty five. Yeah, so good thing you didn't tell him like that before two years ago. Oh no, they're all shit. He might have he might have screwed it up just because he didn't like you. <laughs> oh yeah, if I'd have saw the name on that one, you best believe he's oh, this was a freaking long four cylinder. Ago. Yeah, this is a long time ago. <laughs> that four cylinder was going in that bad boy. Yeah, I put a four cylinder in a Corvette. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, 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 I have uh, I have the, calmed down. The transmission I have calmed held down up. a lot. The transmission held up. It held 175 shots. So it can't be that bad. Oh, Chevys, they make some of the best transmissions, man. Those 6 ladies though, they're... Oh, shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> Those sun gears are terrible. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, to be honest with you, I drive a Dodge Ram Laramie Longhorn. I don't even drive a Chevy. <laughs> I drive an F250, a 95 F250, so... <laughs> I have to park in the cheap seats, too. They won't let me park up close to the plant because I have a Dodge. Oh, oh well. Sucks. Oh, well, I, I told him when they build something that I want, maybe I'll change my mind. I don't know. Those new high countries ain't too bad. Yeah, but the interiors suck. I've got a huge 10-inch screen on my freaking, in my Dodge, and all leather is beautiful. A Dodge guy saying that Chevy interiors suck. Wow. Oh, no, look at the Trust me. If you saw my truck compared to a brand-new Chevy that's truck like, on the yeah, interior, but, it's not even comparable. Well, that's true. Dodge does last longer than two weeks, like the old ones. Well, I lease. I don't buy anymore. I lease, so I it, when it when it's about to hit the shit, I don't have it anymore anyway. <laughs> that, that, you're sounding like Tom. I just lease. I don't buy. Well, you have to anymore because these things aren't made to last. No, not at all. Especially with the new transmissions that are coming out. I mean, it's just. Oh. The, the, and I get it. You know, they put they extended the teeth count on the sun gears because it helps with the fluid passage and it helps keep temperatures down by allowing more fluid so they can run a lower viscosity and cycle it a lot easier. Right. But well, what, she what Chevy's doing right now, your, your, your typical six, eight speed uh, truck is gone. It's going to be all electric here in about 10 years. Yeah. And I don't like that movement from the uh, stainless steel to the aluminum on the shift forks. That was well, right, well, horrible. Call. Let me tell you something. There's going to be a lot of people losing their job over this shit too. Yeah. That's it, it, it's so bad. And they, Whenever they did that in the uh, fourth gen, when they moved the pitch on the shift fork out, like, mm -hmm. what what was it, like, quarter inch or something? Right. It completely ruined the engagement and everything, and everybody had to retune, and I haven't seen a transmission since, so that would have been 99, because the early fourth gens had it, so 98, 99 would have had the old ones, and then 2003 right. the shift forks, and the new sun gear and the new pump. Yeah, now it's coming into a car podcast. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you get me and car in a room, and then we start talking about the individual deep parts of the transmissions and clutch pads. We'll, and we'll talk about anything. We can talk yeah. about anything. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? We've done really good. We're at an hour and a half. Oh, uh, we got time to go. We got guys that have gone off. Uh, we're going to end this episode of the yellow five podcast i'd like to thank all of my guests tonight uh like like my coach jeff he was able to come back he's got to get up early to get back to the academy and finish it up but i'd like to thank frank i'd like to thank car and frank you got any leaving words for us 
I'm just happy, uh, ready to be back uh, in the land of Wi-Fi next week. So, yes, say Hatchell, I'll uh, be ready for me to annoy the shit out of you during the broadcast next week. <laughs> hmm, that sounds good. Well, Carr, you got any last words for the podcast? Oh, I just want to thank you for uh, having me on here, man. It's been a long time coming, and finally, my senior year, I finally get to come on the podcast. I appreciate that, and hopefully it's not my last time. No, man. And go FSU. We're definitely going to get you back on. I enjoy talking to you, and I'm glad that you were able to make it this time. Well, I appreciate it, man. Trust me. Just let me know when. For sure. So from all of us, I'd like to thank my production partner, Jeff Melanishin. Uh, we w- wish him all best with the rest of the uh, academy going on. This has been everybody's favorite degenerate, Logan. And we'll catch you guys on next week as we bring back the weekly editions. So thank you all for listening. Be sure to listen to us wherever you want, whether it be Spotify, Anchor, whatever we are on, and share it with your friends. And once again, go balls.